Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Good morning. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ Tuesday, the 6th of September, 6am. How good? Mate, walked outside and I was like, ooh, what's that under my feet? Crunch, crunch, crunch. Sleet everywhere. It is freezing down here in Otatei Christchurch. I must say, I can't believe it. Two days ago, 22 degrees, sun is shining, and well, it is cold as anything around the country. Wow. Couldn't believe it. I'm in a t shirt. First time I've had to shut this whole room up and put the heat pump on, heat pump on high and just try and get warm. It is very, very cold. So if you're in the cold out there, take care of yourselves. Wrap up and get warm and keep warm because horrible weather out there. Anyway, Kempe, Louie, back in the house. Morning, team. Morena, bro. Morena. Hey, bro. How you going? Yeah. You, know, mate, you might have had the cold down there, but we had the rain up here. It poured Ooh. down last night. It poured down last night, so plenty of water. I see. I said to Janine that... Um, they can't be complaining about the the, uh, the reservoirs being empty. You know how yeah. they said, don't, you know, just last year, I think it was, you're not allowed to use your water. Mate, we've had so much rain. I don't reckon, they, I don't reckon they, they've got enough places to keep it. Yeah. And you and you know, the, another thing is the rig. The rig pulled up last night, mate. The rig pulled up. I was heading to a board meeting. The rig pulled up right next to me because he stays in St. Mary's, buddy, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, and he go, yeah. the last time he pulled up to me, he was in this little hatchback car and yeah. and this time he was in a Camry it was quite a nice car and the first thing he said he goes oh, at least I got a nice car mate I wasn't worried about the car he still could have fit in it mate <laughs> honestly the man is a giant he's like he is oh. and I know Mark, Mark's listening he wants to catch up and you know, have, a, have a wine and have a chat but man the, the guy's a unit we should, we should find yeah. out whether or not he played footy he did for Ellesmere. Oh, he did. He did play he for it. Because man, I'm looking yeah. at him going, "Yeah, but you, you must have been a decent player." I think he was. He's <laughs> one of the clubs out there. I don't want to. I don't want to throw one out because it'll be wrong. But um, yeah, out out kind of Canterbury Country way to the west of Christchurch. So Mark the rig 
from Total. No, rig, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah mate. He's a, he's, oh. a, he's a unit, absolute unit. So, yeah, no, so good day. Good day. Yesterday is a bloody late night with. Um, had a had a meeting to go to late uh, late last night, but man, that rain came down. It sort of came down. started coming down yesterday afternoon lightly, and then last night I bucketed down. So not frosty up here though. Not frosty like freezing oh. down there. She's cold, Kimpy. But yeah, you did right. Remember that last year? They said you can't use your hose. You can only have two minute showers. Now mate, you got plenty. So they'll be telling you, oh, maybe have a have a long extended shower. Eh? Maybe this time. We'll see what they have to say. Anyway, uh, Mark from Tauranga, the rig, he's an absolute champ. He's been there from the day one. He's been day one. He's dropped us off all presents. Remember that little um, that little package last year, uh, Louis, towards the end of our show? He had yeah. a couple of beers in it, a few little crackers Christmas. We were hooking into the, some uh, parrot dog hazies at 6 a.m. on the last show. Yeah. Of the I know we weren't, sorry. Uh, of course we weren't. But um, there was a great little spread from Mark from Tauranga. Morena, lads, and Trudy. Morena, lads, and Aroha from Daydot. From Daydot. Good man. Day 4am listener from work. Lol, he's tuning in. Hey. Good morning, my friend. Good morning. You're 4 a.m. Wow. You're a bit earlier, a lot earlier than us anyway, mate. Appreciate your support. Big show, that's big show. First Chapel Hadley match takes place today. And remember, all the action is live here on SCNZ. Hamish Bennett will be calling the action and will join our show to preview that match this afternoon. Ken's. Ooh, it's going to be... Ben hasn't been a happy hunting ground for the Black Caps uh, as of late. Over the last couple of series there, I was reading 3-0, 2-0, couple of 0s there or there, thereabouts. But uh, hopefully we can do the job. Uh, first one taking place this afternoon. So we'll preview that with Hamish. And then following that, how good was the under-85 KG final between the debt collectors from Auckland and the Southern Bush Pigs? Andrew James is a dusty Dusty manager for the Bush Pigs, and he'll join the show to chat about set. And well, tell a few war stories over the last few days. So, looking forward to having a chat to Andrew James about the Bush Pigs. Give us one, Kempi. Oh, it's a bit quiet today. Oh, that's a sick one. <laughs> Mate. Are you right? That, that pig is wounded. They got some bones stuck down there, mate. That's perfect. I caught, I caught him off guard. He was like, oh, <laughs> too, too early, mate. Too early. Let me too wake early. Up. All right. Big there week we for the bushies. <laughs> Big weekend for the Bushy. That was a great game. Some good quality uh, rugby. I was watching breakdown too, and um, Millsy was talking about it. He said, man, the skill level was crazy. They were really good considering the conditions. So, uh, But following that, Steve Lancaster from New Zealand Rugby, Community Rugby, who'll pop into the studio at 8 a.m., and uh, they've got an exciting announcement in regards to Community Rugby around Aotearoa. So stay tuned for that after 8 o'clock. He's going to pop in and and have a chat with the lads, and we'll fire a few questions to Lanks, particularly about the 85kg competition. But you remember a few months ago, he popped in with the trophy. And, well, what unfolded on Saturday night, I'm sure it's going to go ballistic over the next few years. And then, to end the show, New Zealand Bloodstock's ready-to-run sales catch-up with Kane Jones. Only fitting. It's Pungwall trials today, and, well, he was purchased Ooh. from the ready-to-run sales. So there you go. Ooh, it's all meant trials? to be. Uh, Rosal, 
Nice. On the home panel. Send the video, mate. Send the video. Yeah. <laughs> mate, you want to. Oh. I want the voice I message from Waller that you'll get. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't know. I've never. Oh, it's my first horse I've ever owned and or been in a partnership with, and I've never had been in a trial. So I don't know what to expect. But we got the message last week. There's a few horses racing in it. And look, it won't. They won't push it, but it'll be just good to see it jump out and, and have a wee trotter, have a wee gallop. It'll be bloody great. Yeah, I, I actually, um, lads, I was away in Hamilton on Sunday night, went down with uh, Shannon to the Horse of the Year Awards, which SCNZ sponsored, so Probabil um, won the Horse of the Year. I was lucky enough I voted in it, so this is a panel of 60 people that you kind of vote for the Horse of the Year, the three-year-old, two-year-old, uh, middle distance and all that sort of thing, and uh, it was awesome to be down there. Hutchie actually made the effort to fly in from this guy is he's mm. he's unreal isn't he he's in new york and he flies back to australia smashes a couple of days work there comes into auckland on sunday afternoon straight in a car down for the horse of the year awards gets up there lights up the stage talks about SCNZ's commitment to the thoroughbred industry and you know how how mm. excited we are to grow alongside a boom industry and then bang straight back in the car back to auckland a little bit of kip straight back to Australia yesterday, and then he's doing his thing. He's he's unreal, and um, he's a, he's a titan, old Hutchie. And it was great to be down there with him. We saw Cam, saw Bruce, met Bruce's lovely wife Angela. Is Angie, yeah, yep. Um, that tell you what, she let secret on a couple of war stories from their lifestyle block, and I said to Bruce. Country clueless isn't reserved for just Kempi and Izzy, mate. <laughs> Are you serious? Mate, talk about clueless. Talk about clueless. <laughs> well, they lease their Seriously. land. Actually... We should get them on. Oh, yeah. Izzy, you got nothing on Bruce, mate. Hey, a- Angela's, she, Angela's telling us, about, you know, who's, who fixes the water gauge and who does this and who does <laughs> she that. Does, she does everything. I tell you what, it's not the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> just reminds me of my days. Oh, man. But oh. you got to have that special one. They're special someone, but you've got to show, show vulnerability. I'm hopeless, honestly. Hopeless as anything. Could, yeah, she puts up all the walls. She drills holes. Oh, mate, don't, even, <laughs> don't, <even wait. laughs> don't, don't rate yourself out, Daggy. Um, but it was, unreal, it was unreal being down there, man, because like you, you guys have both seen it in recent times. Izzy, mm. you, you were watching your nephew play some code in um, uh, Hawke's Bay there, Kempe, whenever you go up north. I just am blown away with the support we've got from regional and rural New Zealand, and and the thoroughbred racing industry is right in the heart of that. The Waikato, you know, sitting there with uh, young George Chittick, Mark's son, um, Ella of, uh, the Tre- of Trelawney, the daughter there, and just hearing how their families and, and everyone's rallying behind the studs, the breeders, the the trainers, the jockeys. Seeing Rob Wellwood again, who just said he enjoyed the Goodwill so much. Um, administrators, just people saying how grateful they are to have SCNZ promoting racing in such a positive way with people like yourself, Kempe, with Cinerama and Just Ask Me, and then yourself, Izzy, who you, you mentioned Pungal's your first horse, and look, the fact that you even know what the ready-to-run sales are and, and you're kind of willing to pump it up and share the experience, I just knew how, could really feel how grateful and how well we're working together with the thoroughbred industry. So it was an awesome night. Really, really enjoyed it. And massive shout-out to everyone that came and said g'day. And, um, yeah, I love it. I feel real passionate. I'm feeling really confident about what we're doing with SCNZ and racing. Like, I feel like we're going strength to strength at the moment. I read those yeah, awards. I read the you – know, like, Tarko just cleaned up. They they got, you know, quite a few of them. Do they, do they have, like, rural awards, like, for the smaller-type trainers and, and the smaller-type areas that – 
I, I guess don't have the stables and the and the and the and the big you know, top of the top so, of the mountain prizes. There's a couple of ways they skin that. So they have the stable hand of the year and they have the South Island, the Central yep. Districts and the North Island. To be fair, Nicole Shaler, who actually works for Tiakao, funnily mm. enough, won that one. But you get three nominations, so it's not just pilfered by the big stables. Mm. And the other one, the, the, probably the be, one of the best speeches of the night, Kevin Dummy Meyer. So he got the Lifetime mm. Achievement Award. And speaking of a guy who's who, who supports the regions, he takes his team to the West Coast Circuit every year. Yeah, he's yep. down at Rickon and he's j- jumping. He's got so many horses in work. He employs lots of people. He mentors those young regional uh, jockeys, uh, amateur riders, that sort of thing. And he, him, and, and Mick hosted it. And Mick was on fire the whole night. But Dummy Myers, who's a guy you never ever hear from, from his infamous. Um, well, I guess you'd say defiance of the media. He got up there and he lit it up, and and that was someone who is mm. very passionate about the rural parts of New Zealand. So, people excited to see you on the Grand Tour stage at uh, Rickerton, is he? They were saying, is Daggy DJing down there? <laughs> oh, mate, I can't wait for Cut Week. Honestly, Ooh, just gets me excited, and I hope the weather plays its part. But was it a fair reflection of the awards for for the horses that were? Were named and given the awards, uh, Louis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, uh, well now I can talk about who I voted for, and and I thought Maven Bell was the correct two-year-old. Mm. Um, she won mm. four over five starts. She was the most consistent two-year-old. I thought Imperatrice was the obvious three-year-old. Uh, the chosen mm. one won the staying award for the third year in a row. Probably won the middle distance and the horse of the year, and of course she should have. She bet Zaki. Uh, she ran fifth in a wet Cox Plate. Brendan and Joe Lindsay, the owners of the year, their investment into the game can't be overstated. Uh, and I tell you what, the one that I and I, I'll admit it because I got to be transparent. I can't talk about the ones I got right. The one I got, I didn't vote for that one. And it was the hardest. It was the hardest ballot to fill out was the Sprinter Miler. And this lined up on trivia against Levante, against Rock and Horse, against Coventina Bay. And I'll be honest, I voted for Rock and Horse because I voted, I think that although she only won the one group one, that new market group one, the commodity we seem There's to work in right now is yep. Australian group ones. If you win Australian group ones, you kind of, that's what everyone wants. But the body of work Levante put in, so more panellists voted for her, and I can't take that away from the Kelsos and, and exactly her ownership group who love her so much. And she put it together. So she was a deserved winner, but I voted Rock and Horse. And um, across the night, some, I tell you what, Michael McNabb turning his life around. And, and he said, Mick asked him, you know, he got up, he won the premiership and he won the jockeys, the champion jockey of the year. And Mick said to him, yeah. you know, Michael so many people in this room that are proud of you are you now proud of yourself and he said for the first time in my life I am and he just he lit, the room just melted mate yeah, a, a guy who's just been to the a, a couple of real low points in his life and he's and he's such a champion and he's always got time for us And but it was last yeah. year finding that being a model of consistency and, and he said I just got sick of letting people down and that's why I did it and that's why I kept when Lisa Allpress was chasing me that's why I kept going where in times gone by I would have yeah. stopped and it was it was awesome Izzy it was really cool yeah that's cool man like obviously heard little stories about um, Nabber and, and what he's been able to what he's been through and, and like for him to turn it around mate every time he rode a horse you'd, you'd you had a chance when he was on top, you know. You had a chance because that's what great jockeys do. You see what J-Mac's uh, J able to do. He is the J-Mac in here around New Zealand, mate. So well done to Nabra and well done to, to all our winners. And, yes, we love 
talking the great game that is horse racing because I love it and well <laughs> my bank doesn't love it but so I enjoy having a wee watch anyway hey yeah, yeah good yeah hey 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 group one this weekend as well and it's going to be wet down there yeah. Tarzana trophy but we'll find a winner right boys couple of texts to get through then I got a, I got an important question for is you it Kempe. This yeah man Tarzino. Tarzino. Why are we going? What's that? What time's the Why plane? Are we going? Where's the PJ? <laughs> Why aren't we going? We're going to Livermore. Oh, Livermore. So Tarzino's here in Crosshoes. No, Hastings. Hastings, yeah. Hastings, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's what I mean. We're going, aren't we, boys? Yeah, the PJ's picking us up Thursday. Just hopefully it's not wind again. <laughs> yeah, boys, played a little code in my time. Darfield was the team you're thinking of, Louis. Current holders of the Coleman Shield. Yes. Nice stuff, Mark the Rig from Tauranga. NFL starts this weekend, brother. Up to her and the Dolphins. It's our year, boys. That's Brian Huntley. Yes, we'll talk some NFL on Friday. Daggy, you got your Miami Dolphins shirt on? <laughs> nah, not a Miami Dolphins. You actually Dolphins, do. But I'm wearing it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I've got a Dolphins shirt on. I've got a Dolphins shirt on, and they are looking good. Tyreek Hill's gone there, and ooh, he is fast as they come, the cheetah. Um, but nah, oh, I'm hoping. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I'm a Panthers fan. Carolina Panthers fan, they've signed Baker Mayfield. Whether he can make a difference, quarterback's been their kryptonite as of late, obviously Cam Newton, but yeah, that's my team. Well, we're going to talk some NFL later on in the week. We're going to do a big preview on Friday, Brett, so make sure you stay tuned. Richie, I'll get to your question a little bit later on, but right now... Can't wait question of the day. Ah, yes. We actually had an All Black squad... Announcement adjustment yesterday, lads, and a couple of really interesting points. Shannon Frizzell and Adi Savi won't be going to Australia for the first Bledisloe. Luke Jacobson, yeah, yeah, ring the sound the alarms. Luke Concrete Shoulders Jacobson is back in the squad. The only Chiefs player I've ever campaigned so hard for in my life. Uh, so that's good to see. And the question for you, Kempi and Izzy, and you on 0800 I cannot wait to find out who your All Blacks loose trio is this Bledisloe. So I'll tell you what, no Adi Savia, no Shannon Frizzell, which means that we have got Luke Jacobson, We've got Akira Yuani, we've got Dalton Papali'i, we've got Hoskins Satutu and Sam Kane. Interesting makeup. What do you do with it? And that's not even mentioning Scott Barrett. Here with Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Give me a call, tell me your makeup. I couldn't wait till next Wednesday to talk about this with you, or next Tuesday when the team's named. I needed to know now, so come and sort it out for me. 26 minutes past 6 a.m. Right. Loose forward makeup. I could not wait to find out what you, you made of this. Kempi, who do you have for the first bled? Oh, oh look. Oh, well, Sam Kane gets a seven, obviously, you know, with his yes. effort on the weekend. And then you've got, like, no eight, no six from the last game with Artie and uh, Frizzell being, being left out. So Dalton Papali, I think, probably gets... A spot because he got a he got a game on the weekend. Um, whether or not they move Sam into the sixth jersey and Don Papali'i onto the outside of the scrum at seven uh, is the question. My, oh, look, I've gone for Hoskins Satutu at at eight. I think with he's the only recognised number eight in there. Um, but you don't know where their mind is thinking, especially uh, Jace Ryan with the type of player that he wants in that middle. You know. Um, aggressive mongrel type player. So does Scott Barrett go to six with Brody, um, Brody Retallick going back into the back row 
and then or does he go to eight? You know what I mean? So he doesn't have to change too much of that up. And the only change they really make is bringing Brody Retallick and and putting Scotty Barrett on the back of the scrum. That's where my logic seems to think like that. If that's the way that Jace Ryan's going, so I'm actually going to go. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going Scotty Barrett to eight, and Luke um, not Luke Jacobson, Dalton Papali gets a start at seven, and you put Sam Kane on at six. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, okay. I'm thinking that there is a genuine option there with Barrett. Um, he'll go, he can either go six and, or you go Akili Uwani six. And then you've got Luke Jacobson. So for me, I'm probably going to go Luke Jacobson's going to go to six. I'm going to throw him in at six because he offers a, um, a something different. He's very good over the ball. Like you said, he's got concrete shoulders and he has very good with ball in hand. And I'm actually going to throw Akili Uwani at eight. I'm going to throw a Kiriwani at eight, and, and if he can find something that Shannon Frizzell was able to find over the last couple of weeks to, to just bring that edge, that bit of mongrel that, that he needs to get. And you need, I don't know, Akira sometimes is one of those funny ones. He can, he can bring it some days, and then some days he can't. If he can find that consistency to bring a bit of an edge, then I, I think. But I think him and Luke can kind of swap. So Luke can go to eight, and Akira can go to six. So like this. There's two options here. I think that's it for me. I think Sam Kane, you're right. First name on paper. I think yep. Akira will come back onto the blind. And I think that Luke Jacobson, I've, I've got a funny feeling that, that Hoskins is going to be unlucky. And, you know. Yeah, I do too. I, I think Luke was unlucky to not be in the initial squad. You know, he he says that he is he, he actually wasn't hitting hard because he had those concussion issues. And he said yeah. that after playing NPC, now his confidence built back up. He's got concrete shoulders. He's unreal over the ball. He's working on his ranging game out wide. Is he? I think he can make a difference. And, and that's the bit there. Like he, he can he compliments Sam Kane. So Luke Jackson comes in. He adds another uh, pilferer over the ball to be able to attack the Australian breakdown. So that's where I see his difference. Hoskin, good player, ranging player, but probably not the same impact over the ball. So that's why I'm going with Luke Jacobson. 100%, especially if you're going to lose Ardia. Kane Barrett in Satutu says, Chris, what are you saying? Double eight, double three. Joe from Gizzy is up after this. We're going to get to some news with Aroha for Kubota. Kubota, together we're shaping and building New Zealand. we got Joe from Gizzy on the line there. We better get to him. Joe from Gizzy, got Warriors and Lucy's chat, mate. Morning. How are you? Morning, morning. Oh, mate, but, but a little, little bit disappointed after Friday night, gentlemen. Went outside to turn the brisket over, came back inside, and we were beat. Saturday uh, night. So, uh, Saturday night, you're talking about the Warriors. Who else am I talking about? Kimby. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you think it's four and a half minutes ago, you think, I've got it, I've got it, I need to turn the brisket, right, I need to turn the pork butt ends for the kai. I come back in and holy moly, we're going to extra point. And it's just like she's all over Red Rover. So I uh, had to pick, our, pick ourselves back up and uh, save the brisket and the pork butt ends for uh, the all-black thrashing of uh, of the Argies. I'm looking at Kane, Bennett with Dalton in our back three. And Luke and Ioane can come off the bench. Ioane's a bit hit and miss for me. Um, some days he's doing his knitting. Some days he's bringing his shoulders. I'll tell you what, though... Uh, Izzy, you must have had a hell of a day when you took your little fella to the uh, Canterbury Hawks Bay game. Eh? <laughs> you, you up there, Hawks Bay up 25 3, and you're thinking, geez, we've got the wrong jerseys on. We've got the wrong jerseys on. <laughs> 
Don't, mate. Don't. I wore my Hawks Bay jersey proudly, too, and I got pumped in the stands. They were chucking popcorn at me on the way down after that defeat, mate. 25 8 up, 20 minutes to go. I was cheering, and we just. What threw about the it wind, though, Izzy? How big was the wind? Boy, she's snowing here. <laughs> oh, there's snow outside. Sorry, boys. I can't believe it. First time I've seen snow dropping in, in Christchurch. Um, mate, the wind was crazy. The wind was crazy, honestly. Like, it was a 20-point win. Um, had a catch-up with Bridgie yesterday, and he was like, mate, it was a 20-point win, and in that second half, we were doing everything to try and lose that game. And then they found something. I was like, well, I wish you did lose that game, Bridgie. Bill, <sighs> Billy Harmon, mate. Billy Harmon is he's, he's like good, a eh? gladiator at the moment in, in uh, the MPC. And we'll have to do a bit of a reset on our MPC points total as well, actually. I haven't, no, I haven't... don't. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. Oh, man, I was gar today. Oh, a pretty special day for me. <laughs> pretty special day uh, afternoon yesterday, boys. I got to present uh, Southland under twenties with their with their jerseys. They're playing obviously an under twenties tournament here, and um, and had a wee uh, catch. You just reminded me because I spoke to them about boys. I had a chance to pick Southland and Northland in my last pick, and I went Southland. What's going on? Come on, boys, sort it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, it's an awesome day because uh, Marty McKenzie, I don't know if you're Martin, Damien's brother, he's the coach yep. of, of Southland 20s. And oh, wow. um, young Jack young Jack Taylor, actually one of their players, just got named in under-19s. Boys, the under-19s squad for New Zealand rugby just got named. First time they've played and uh, named an under-19s team since 2007, the year that myself and a few others went over to Belfast and Ireland and won... One over there, so it's been a few years before under 90s team got named. So I was trying to work this out. So that was that the Mike Sandal where he was the yep. manager of that yeah, team. Yeah, um, his manager. Yeah. And so Tom Donnelly's the under 20s coach, and then Mark Hammett's looking after the under 19s. So we've actually got another yep. program, which is awesome. I mean, that's Kempi. That's mm. talk about development. You know, you're giving guys multiple opportunities and multiple years to actually have that taste of it. Yeah, give, the, give them a give them a look at. Um, I guess the. The future and and what style of player they're coming up against in the future too, you know, because what you'll see is you'll see most of those kids that go from 19s to 20s start to filter out into the best kids that come into the All Black side. If you have a look at the at the ages, of, let's just talk about the loose trio that we're talking about. It's 24, 25, you know, so mm. they're not far off the All Black side. So I, mean, I think I think the introduction I saw that too was he the introduction of the New Zealand mm. under 19 side. I thought that that's a really good age group. 19s and 20s, yeah. that's where development goes from development into professional, you know. Yeah. So yeah, It's um, like college sport, that's right. It's well done. Yeah. 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 Well done on that. Yeah, college into 20, into 19. So, and they're travelling to South Africa. they got four games in South Africa against, uh, I think, Lion Sharks, uh, there's a couple of other teams too, mate. So how good is that? They get to go on a tour. So New Zealand Rugby are uh, putting some genuine uh, options for these kids going coming out of school and, and into the into the next field. So, well, mate, cool things. Will Jordan only played his first game in South Africa like four weeks ago. Yeah. So, so yeah. figure that out. COVID's now gone, mm. and we can actually start setting our squads. Awesome, is he great pickup there, um, boys? We don't need Hoskins or Akira. They only play for twenty minutes. The game is eighty, says Grumpy Brian. I mean, sorry, Brian. <laughs> uh, Barrett at six, Hoskins at eight. Uh, they will relish playing an open game against Australia. That's from Jared, and it's a pretty good point, Izzy. If you're going to yeah. let Hoskins have a go, I understand why they might not have thrown him into the cauldron in South Africa because of the sort of player you're mm. mentioning he is. A Wallabies game could be up his alley. 
Could be. Could yeah, he's he's onto something there, Jared. It could it could be an option. Um just for me I just yeah, I just I just feel like we need something else. We need someone that compliments Sammy Kane and will allow so yeah, Scott Barrett's a genuine option there because he's obviously another line out option with them as well, so he can go to six. But yeah, I I think Hoskins will be unlucky if I'm gonna be completely honest. Brody Brody Rotello basically mm. um gave away what where the all blacks should be in the comments post the, the test match on Saturday night when he said we had our hardest week of training mm. um, f- that he can remember and we went out there and we delivered on the pitch. You've got to remember too that they delivered on a night where the, where the clouds opened, the rain came down, you know, so they're keeping it to yeah. three errors. Three errors. Three oh. errors is phenomenal. And I mm. and that's what I'm thinking with Jace Ryan, you don't want – they the just so, just so this is my own personal thoughts – you don't want an open, expansive game. You want to build on that and really grind this win out and then take a, as the game goes on, if it gets out to a 20-point, 30-point lead, then that's fine. But you go out there and start playing expansive against the Australian side straight away, you're actually going away from what you just done the week before. And that's what, that's what our trend is at the moment. Loss, win, loss, win. You know what I mean? We actually want to try and get back-to-back wins and grind them out. So who, yeah. he's, who he picks in those loose trios to replace? Because Adi Savia, what a massive loss. Huge. You know, it's huge, huge um, given the context of, of where they are currently as a football team. I was a little bit nervous after that, Kempe. I was a little bit nervous after that announcement. I was like, oh, what is a huge <laughs> loss. I was Last thinking, who, who replaces? Well, I was thinking not about the football, the footballer, but I was thinking, who replaces his workload? Mm. Well, they're all going to yeah. have to step up. Hey, um, I don't know if you heard this, is it? I don't know if you guys spoke about this yesterday, but you mentioned Brody Retallick. Oh, it's somebody that would know told me on Sunday night that maybe during the week Brody came back into squad and was throwing some boys around at training, and there was yeah, he would have. yeah, and maybe it's maybe <laughs> and Dane Cole ma- too, mate. That's right, and it's similar to that, but he's come back in from Hawks Bay and he's gone. What his nah nah. And he has done a vintage Brody week, and um, yeah, I, I, I just you can see it, you can see it, and it's it's great that he is there, but now it's on everyone else to hold that standard, as you say, Kempi. Who picks up the workload? They all have to. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call thirteen twenty one ninety one.